welcome back, you freaking ladies and germs. If you if if you know who Abby is, I think y'all know what we're gonna talk about. Also, because you read the title, that is very clearly in the same vein of what we're talking about as always. Um, That's right. But Abby, welcome. Unless you can't read, we're here for some we, NBA basketball, right? True. We are here for the FIBA World Cup. <laughs> um. It's the World Baseball Classic. Fuck you, I the World Baseball Classic is hype though. Oh, it's it's class for sure. Um, but welcome, Abby. You're our first guest in a long time. We don't really know how to act. I actually started foaming at the mouth a little bit, just a little. Right, this the, is that's the normal reaction. This is our first guest episode in ten months. Let that ten be. months. Ten months. Mm-hmm. What are you guys up to? We were gone for like half of that. <laughs> That's true. We were we were gone for like four like, like of those four ten. like four and a half so, of those ten months. Now um, now now granted that's still sixty percent, but um let's just let's just say there was a lot of a lot of Fast and Furious movies being watched. I mean me me especially. I watched like all of them and well I watched damn, I did watch a lot of them. I watched four through Hobbs and Shaw and like a couple days wasn't yeah, even a special, right. special talent eh. I, I didn't listen to the latest podcast but the one before that where you kind of started talking about no that. trust trust f9 I, this is the third episode that f9 has has sunk its teeth into uh i'll be uh since living in la he's uh he's actually been a big part of the whole franchise um That's right i make a guest appearance on every show on every on every Fast and Furious movie he's in, just uh, look hard enough. If you can't see him, rewatch it. Yeah, he's just on the real movie watcher, I guess. Like, it was, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But Avi is a uh, is a football connoisseur. Um, so he said he roots for Man City, so I kind of disagree. But um, <laughs> come on now, <laughs> we're, we're me and you are right in the top of the league. And, you know, <laughs> Raza's here. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> Rosa might get Europa League. Um, it's alright. It's really an, it's really not that bad from experience. It is. You know, no, I know it's not that bad. Last time we were in Europa League, we won it. That's true. Against us. Amen. Nothing. Nothing hits like a night against a uh, night in Norway against Bodo Glint. <laughs> True, the Thursday nights, bro. They hit Diffy, dude. The Thursday night game, bro. I was literally when the Queen died. I was literally it was literally halftime of Arsenal's Europa game in Sweden against Zurich. <laughs> that's disgusting. But that's that's heritage, is what it is. It's it's heritage. I didn't even stop watching. Um, but despite that, it is time. As you know, for the World Cup in November, which everybody is so happy about, we love the yay FIFA. We love the World Cup in November. Yeah. We love it in the winter. Very fun. Yes, please, surely there is a lot of hype this. around this tournament. Surely people care about this one. Um, but surely the players competing are in in very fit and in good shape. Surely they are very happy to be doing this. <laughs> um. But we are here. Really love the they they love the game, they really do. They love the game. Um, but despite that, we are here to talk about the World Cup, and we're gonna we're gonna go group stages and then round to sixteen, quarter, semi, and our champions. Makes sense. So That's usually how it goes. How about Group A, boys? I'll be LSU start. Uh, I don't know. I feel like this group is pretty straightforward. I agree. I think I think there's two teams that could maybe switch places, but I've got Netherlands going top of the group, and then Senegal second, and Ecuador third. But that'll depend on, like we said, a lot of players having injuries, and Sadio Mane is one of them. So I think if he's out, Ecuador has a better chance, and then. I've got Qatar dead last. Just yeah, their host country. But. Yeah, here's the. Th- I mean, I I have the exact same order. I personally think even without Sonia Mane, I think Senegal can squeak out Ecuador. 
I think with Saudi Almani, they challenge for the group. Um, wow. I mean, Netherlands is good, of course, but Saudi Almani. I like this Netherlands squad. Sa- 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 Sadio Almani is that guy. Like, we're being, like, being serious. You know, he's he's him. So, I think healthy Sadio Mane, that's going to be a tight race for number one. But my final here of, is same as Albies, Netherlands, Senegal, Ecuador, Qatar. I'm going to be real. Qatar, I think, is by far, maybe not by far because Tunisia is in this tournament, but I think they're one of the, they're definitely the worst country uh, in this tournament. I, I saw. You don't- you don't see like a WWE type situation for Qatar, bro. It could happen. <laughs> I even that's I even mean, crazy for the WWE. Yeah, Vince. I don't even think Vince throw the balls to do that. Um, could, like this team is ass. I mean, they went to played Gold Cup, um, which, in case you don't know, is the North American tournament. So you know, Canada, U.S., Mexico mostly, and Qatar went into this with against a bunch of like. B teams and still only made it to the semifinal. So I just don't see how World Cup they go that way. Yeah, if they can't beat countries like U23 sides, they're not going to beat countries sending out their best of the best. Like, it's just not going to happen for them. I saw a take yeah. that someone someone was like, Cutter doesn't even score. Um, okay, I don't think they're not going to score. I mean, they're probably going to score. I, mean, I think they'll find one. Yeah, I was gonna say this. Maybe one, because like the, this is probably the worst group in the tournament. But like, it's not here. Number one, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty much just being weighed down by by Qatar being there. So like, I do have I have the exact same order as you both. I'm with Abi that Senegal and Ecuador are interchangeable. I think it kind of it does boil down to Saudi Omani, but it also boils down to like like the the Senegal Ecuador game, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It probably it's probably like a one-one or a nil-nil draw. But if somebody wins one-nil, two-one, um, that'll probably be the difference. But I think Netherlands should win every game here. I really like Netherlands. They're a nice young, nice young squad. I think. Also, you know, missed it in 2018. Had good runs in 2010, 2014. They'll probably be trying to make some noise. So I know. It they was... have the benefit of being a really in a really easy group. By far the best team here. I mean, any anyone, you know, I guess in 2018, the huge story was the U.S. missed out. But really, I mean, the Netherlands not being there was shocking. I mean, considering they had, I mean, they made the finals in 2010. In 2014, they had another really deep run. Um, So that was a real shocker. I'm glad that they're back. The football world is better with them, I will say. But uh, I, I think that's, honestly, if you take cutter out of this group this is a tough group i mean it's, yeah, it's i think with qatar you had them getting you know the first seed in this group but out of like the second third and fourth seeds they're about the toughest team in each of those like yeah. Yeah. second seed that's crazy but I, we are all in unanimous agreement on group a so now it's time for the funnest group you know, the group with the <laughs> uh the most noise which is England, USA, Wales, and Iran in Group B. So this Ob- is gonna be fun. Obi, Obi got the first crack because his name starts with A, mine starts with a B. So I'm gonna go first here, and I think we're gonna have some dissent. So I have England winning the group. I have the U.S. finishing second, Wales in third, Iran in fourth. Um. Now we have we have talked about jokingly off off recording that Iran runs a, a ten. They just got <laughs> ten people in defense. It's gonna be harder to score on Iran. Like teams are not gonna blow past Iran, you know. They're they're it's gonna be tough. They're not gonna give up a lot of goals. Wales I'd be like this Welsh team, it just doesn't move me. Like Gareth Bale is like he he's he, it's about time for him to be in a wheelchair. He's 80. Ryan Giggs is not walking through that door. That's all I'm saying. Aaron Ramsey's not walking through that door? Did they pick him? I don't even know. Is he still actively playing? I don't yeah, know. Aaron Ramsey's not even 30. I'm, I'm just saying. Ramsey yeah, he, might be with them. 
Um, I think he is. He should be. Yeah, he is. He is. This would, that'd be the first time I heard Aaron Ramsey's name in like six years. Um, the U.S. I think the U.S. I'll be honest. If the U.S. was in a tougher group, I'm not a hundred percent sure they'd make it out. I just don't think this group is that tough. Um, because like if you swap the U.S. for like Switzerland and Group G, I don't think they make it out of that group. But in Group B, where this group isn't that difficult, I don't think I think they make it out. I I don't think the group's that difficult either. I I am the same as you with England and the U.S. up top, but I have Iran third and Wales fourth, just because Iran is always competitive. Like people forget, Iran was like a centimeter away from making it to the round of 16 in 2018 and that was a way tougher group that had like portugal and spain in it so um you're right iran they're just gonna play a 10 and it's hard to score on them but um they'll i feel like they're gonna make things interesting i definitely think they could beat wales i don't think wales is awful i don't think gareth bale is you know like is he washed maybe but like he's still serviceable for sure like he's he's gonna be the heartbeat. Like the Wales lives and dies on how Gareth Bale does in this tournament. Yeah, but I just think I I think England is the clear cut best team. I think the key for the U.S. is to just not fuck around. They have their easiest game in the group stage is their first one, so that really works out well for them because they can just feel things out a little bit. Um, like like I said off recording it just it smells of a nil nil draw but i'll take a nil 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 draw because like i i just as long as you kind of know where you're at going into the game against england that's what the most important thing is like if they were opening against england i'd feel pretty bad it's kind of like 2014 where they opened against ghana and like that game was a little like you know weird with the goal right at the beginning and then right at the end but i felt way better about their game against like portugal which they realistically should have won um, I feel like it's a little bit of a similar situation here, but England's still the far and away best team. I think we're the clear second best team, so pretty easy top two in my opinion. Well, I guess I'm gonna have to be the one to spice things up. Then, it's, I, I mean, I have England with nine points at the top, and then I think all three teams left have. A decent shot at taking that second place and you could swap them around how you like and i think it'll come down to almost all of them coming either they're either going to draw or they're going to come close to a draw and i think in the end Bearhalter is going to let us down and i think iran's going to get away with a win against wales and so it's going to go england iran U.S. Wales. Damn, that would Is be this interesting. Psychology? It'd be interesting. I mean, I don't know. I don't got a lot of faith in Iran being able to flat out beat many people. Um, but nil nil draws are probably going to be their game for sure. I mean, just, uh, I'm kind of with Obi in the sense that, like, obviously disappointment at the world cup for the u.s is just like the way it goes but like man i don't i don't know we so we are in agreement that like iran is obviously going to be a tough test that could decide the group but i just have a hard time seeing us lose to not lose yeah like either lose straight up to iran or seeing iran like just get away with something like i think there's a good chance that you're right like it could be like england with nine points and everyone else with two and it comes down to like you know goal difference, right? And like who lost to England the worst? Um, Maybe I mean I can see that, but like I, I don't would love to be wrong about this. But oh yeah, you know, obviously there's like a sense of dread around the U.S. team. Yeah. yeah, I don't think you're completely in the wrong. I mean, I think our squad is is solid. I thought it could have it could have been a little better, but I don't have like too many complaints about it. But you might be right. I hope you're wrong, and you hope you're wrong. But respect for even for even picking that. Hey, if, it, if that's one of those takes where if it pays off, you're gonna look like the fucking most genius person to ever live. 
Yeah, we're but we're all gonna be sad, and then everyone's gonna be like, "See, you should have, you should have had faith. You're not a real fan." But then you can claim reverse psychology. You can be exactly. like, "Bro, I, it was a prank." Yeah, and then everybody loves you again. It's like a plant. I'd love that. <laughs> all right, Group C. Raza, do you want to give us your takes on? this particular group sure um i think this is a pretty straightforward group um argentina will wipe the floor with pretty much everyone here i think argentina is probably one of the two or three best teams in this tournament um i have really high hopes for argentina and i think that starts with just waxing a pretty not awfully easy but a pretty easy group um and then kind of like group one Sorry, Group A, the two and three spots kind of come down to flip-flopping between two squads. So, for me, that's Mexico and Poland. As much as, as much as I would like to pick Poland, I think Mexico is just a better all-around squad. And they always, kind of like um, Iran in the previous group, like Mexico always brings a really good fight to the World Cup. And, um, you know, they have had some tough luck in previous World Cups. I think this is a pretty solid group for them to overcome some of that bad luck and at least make it to the knockout stage. Um, I think they could easily beat Poland. And then Saudi Arabia is obviously last. I think Saudi's... You want to talk about a team that might not score a goal. That might be Saudi. Um, like, I don't think they scored in 2018, but I could be mistaken. Um, so... Again, pretty straightforward for me. I think Argentina just wipes the floor, and then Mexico uh, steals that second spot. Uh, I agree with that. I, I, how things go for me is I have Argentina winning. I think Argentina probably wins with nine points. Um, I don't see how many of these teams can compete, and I have Mexico taking second, Poland I have third, and Saudi Arabia at fourth. Um. I agree, kind of a straightforward group. I think maybe, maybe Poland can do something and get second. I mean, that's possible. I it would take See, a the thing, the thing they have, the thing they have to do is listen to Poland by Lil Yachty before every game. Like, then they'll be straight. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the, that's the key to success there. It's kind of for me like Wales. It's the same thing, where this team is going to live and die off the performance of one player and obviously for Poland it's gonna be Lewandowski. The thing is though I'd rather be living and dying by Lewandowski than Gareth Bale. That's fair. Um Poland there's a slim chance that I can see Poland pulling out second here, but I think Mexico is just way better all around and it's gonna get get to that group stage. Group stage, the round of sixteen. <laughs> they made the group stage. Yeah, so I actually have Argentina first and Saudi Arabia last, but I do have Poland finishing second. Just it's, because I think, it's possible. I, I just think Mexico's just kind of been on a downtrend. They haven't really found any solutions. It's just been the same team, just getting older. And I think uh, Corona, one of their main players, is out for the tournament. So I just don't think they're going to be as strong as they have been in the past, I think they could let a slip versus Poland. It's possible. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's it's pretty interchangeable. Because Poland, just, uh, like, because Poland Lewandowski goes off, Poland's going to make the round of sixteen. And chances of that happening are pretty good. Yeah, definitely. Because this this group is not exactly. I mean, Argentina is pretty fucking tall at the back, but everybody else is not. So, um, it's definitely possible. All right, Group D, and I'm gonna be honest. I think this is the most straightforward group. If we're being, I think this is probably the worst group. Yeah. Ah, maybe, maybe. On the lower end, for sure. Yeah. I think A is probably the worst, but this is definitely close. 
This group obviously containing France, Denmark, Australia, and Tunisia. What do you think, Aubie? I have France first and Denmark second, and I feel like everyone's going to have that take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it would, pretty straightforward. It would be kind of incredible if Australia somehow got a higher point total than Denmark. That would be kind of incredible. Um, I mean, and like, then, and Tunisia. Yeah, I, I have Tunisia third and Australia fourth. Really? Wow. I think I, I are you doing that to be different? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just don't think Australia has been that good. I mean, talking about how weak Saudi Arabia was, they lost to them in their qualifiers. So. I just think neither of these teams are really convincing at all. So maybe Tunisia will do slightly better, but they're pretty interchangeable. I think. Um, it's just tough, because France and Denmark right now are probably both in the top 10 in teams in the world, if we're being honest. And there's just Australia and Tunisia are just not that. Yeah, massive group between the top two and the bottom two. Yeah, it's the the gap is probably larger than any other group. I'm assuming Raza, you and I got the same: France, Denmark, Australia, Tunisia. Yeah. Right. Group E. Oh boy. Decent this group. is the group of of uh, dictatorship. Yes. <laughs> I okay. Not really okay. anymore, but. Yeah, in the past, I'm just, I'm just saying. You see three of those flags, and there's some, some. I, I know there's some things fire <laughs> off in the brain. Some neurons start, start flashing. Um, group E. So I, I guess I'll, I'll do my group E. So I got Germany winning, and I think that's probably gonna be on everyone's plate. Um, Germany's just Germany. They're always gonna be good. Then we have Spain. I have Spain second. I have Japan third and Costa Rica fourth. Solid, solid takes. I don't have much faith in Costa Rica. Um, congrats on making it. <laughs> hey, the, Costa Rica didn't have that run in 2014. Yeah. Freaks don't forget about that. That was, yeah, it was a long time ago, though. I mean, yeah, it was, it was really changed in eight it years. Was, yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm just saying. Like, all of us can work some magic, but I don't know if yet. <laughs> I don't think I don't think having a good keeper and like no one else is gonna get them more than like a point. Oh, you you don't think he could just launch a ball downfield? He, I mean, he kind of you know he is a cheeky little Kayla Navas. You know, you could pop him into the nanny SBC. <laughs> um, but outside of that, yeah. I don't. I, I. I. It would be kind of impressive if Costa Rica got more than one point. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. So, I mean, I. I can go next. Yeah. Go. Give us your take. And I got some. I got the craziest take of all for this one. I got Germany first, but I'm actually gonna go with a very hot take here. I'll put Japan over Spain. Okay. Now I mean, it's getting spicy. See, here's the thing. I don't hate it because I don't. I I see the vision of Spain not being that good. Because mm-hmm. they have a really weird mix of really old men and really young players on their team, and I could I could see them somehow collapsing and not even making the uh, the round of sixteen. But uh, you're gonna have to sell me on why Japan could make that happen. See. Spain is a team that, when I was originally making these, I actually had them, you know, get to the next round, maybe even surprise Belgium. But, I mean, Japan's just a smart team. You see how, like, the U.S. has had some faults, but nobody's really exposed them besides Canada. And as soon as we play a friendly against them, they just completely shut us down. And so my friend actually sent me the Spain squad that they just announced. I was just looking at the names on that list. I'm seeing names pop up like Alvaro Morata or Eric Garcia. I'm like, 
you know, looking at this player by player, there's some really questionable people on this roster. So it is a hot take. It's a bit of a stretch. But I think they show enough signs of faltering that Japan can take advantage of that. Because Japan's just kind of that dark horse team. They can make things happen. And so I think this is a situation they would thrive in. Yeah, I think Spain is definitely wishy-washy. I, I, I don't think it's impossible. It, like Spain's very wishy-washy. A lot of those guys you mentioned are, you know, not exactly the guys you want to put faith in on the biggest stage. Definitely. And not. you are right that Japan Japan's had Japan's been pretty decent. Like it, it, the pick of taking Spain over Japan is pretty much entirely based on precedent and like you know that they have the better players, but it comes down to who's it's not having the best players, it's you know. Are they playing the best? So in that case, I could definitely see them being flipped. But I'm 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 rocking with Spain at two. I just it makes sense to me. Yeah. All right, Raza, you got Germany, Spain, Japan, Costa Rica. In that order, and I also do. Right, Group F, and I have a maybe controversial take for this one, but we can we can have one of you go first. I guess take this one, Rosa. Yeah, I could I could take group F. So we probably all have the same top two here. I'd be shocked if, if that wasn't the case. I got Belgium one and Croatia two. Um I think Belgium is one of the better teams in this tournament. And Croatia's always obviously really good. Um, although they're definitely an aging squad. I think that they're uh, still pretty they're they're better than the other two squads in this group. Um and then I have Morocco at three. And Canada at four, because interesting. That's because so so Canada obviously has a lot of good things going for them, right? A lot of nice young pieces, but this is like their first time being at the World Cup in a, like bricks. This is like a huge, huge stage for them, and I don't know if they're built for it. So that's and maybe this is my preconceived bias of hating Canada, but that's the way I see it. So my uh, my take is not that hot. I because I have the same. Why well, have Belgium, Croatia? I just think a lot of people are gassing up Canada, and I just don't see it. Like they have some guys. Don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, Alfonso Davies is great, and Jonathan David's been on fire. But like outside of them, like what? Like what are they cooking? I just don't see them performing that well. I do think they're going to have more points in the end than Morocco. But I just don't see them being able to compete with very seasoned teams in Belgium and Croatia. Um, especially not Belgium. Belgium is built for this, and they show it year in, year out. So Belgium, Croatia, Canada, Morocco for me. I did have Canada over Morocco initially, but... I just, I don't know. Am I pushing narratives? Perhaps. But I'm not going to cite that as my main reason. Yeah, go ahead, Avi. Yeah. Uh, I do have Belgium first. I do have Morocco fourth. Those are pretty obvious. Second and third was really hard to debate for me. But I am going to go with Croatia over Canada. Oh, he totally had Canada. I actually had Canada like three days ago on my bracket. And I've just flip flopped for a while. I'm like, uh, well, Croatia, especially, um, I believe it was Alfonso Davies had an injury scare a little while ago. And that would have just sentenced them to. Yeah, 100%. They're if they very if, reliant yeah. on him and Jonathan David. Um, but I am going to go with Croatia just because what Raza talked about with the experience. I think that is something that matters. It's why I have Ecuador finishing third and not really getting ahead of Senegal for second in that first group, even if Senegal was without Sadio Mane. And so I kind of have to stick with my reasoning here as well and put Canada third. But I think it could be tighter than people expect. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Croatia is like, they're always solid, but I feel like at some point they're going to have to slip. I mean, to everyone who might be mad about it and they're screaming at us and through their through their phones and computers saying, what, what the fuck are we talking about? Canada's going to be bawling. Here's like four years ago, Croatia was like with two players just sent like sent themselves to the World Cup final with a granted a Ballon d'Or winner and Mandukic. And I just don't see like Canada being able to mimic that and they're going to have to if they want to even get out of this group. They're going to have Davies and David are going to have to go insane. And I just Which is possible. It's possible. But I have to see it to believe it. I, it's just it's hard to imagine those two playing hero ball and it's and it beats Croatia and Belgium. It'll beat Morocco. But I don't think it's gonna beat Belgium and Croatia. I just don't think they're gonna be able to do enough. Yeah, I'm with you hundred percent. We are now in these group G and group H I believe are the the two pinnacle groups. These are the toughest groups. I I can start us off with Group G here. So Group G, I have Brazil winning, and I think that's going to be unanimous. I mean, if they are not the best team in this tournament, I don't know where you put them. I I don't know how this is going to be received, but I have Serbia finishing second. Whoa! Okay. Spicy. I have Cameroon third, Switzerland fourth. Wow. Switzerland, actually, I... Watching the Arsenal game today, Granit Xhaka did pick up an injury, which I don't know how severe that's going to be. Um, and without Granit Xhaka, I don't see Switzerland being very successful at all, if we're being honest. Uh, maybe Shakiri still playing, I don't know. But Brazil, obviously, this is the best team in the World Cup. Here's the thing with Serbia. I think Serbia all around is is a much better team flat out front to back than Switzerland or Cameroon. There's certainly, I mean, if we're talking toughness, doesn't get much tougher than Serbia. I mean, they're going to fight for every loose ball. They're going to fight. I mean, this team is tough, and I think that's going to get them second here. I think I think they're just going to want it more. And wanting it more is not going to, you know have them touch Brazil, but it is going to get them past Cameroon and Switzerland, I believe. But Switzerland below Cameroon? I I don't see Switzerland being that good. Especially if Granite's out, if Granite doesn't go with them, they are they're cooked. They're going to be in trouble. It's an interesting take. I, I, I obviously Brazil's going to be the top, but I have Cameroon in last. I don't think Cameroon's nearly as good as either Switzerland or Serbia. And then I don't like, I don't mind you having Serbia too, but I'm just, I'm keeping, I'm sticking with the safe pick in Switzerland. I think you're kind of splitting hairs between Switzerland and Serbia. And you're right that if, if Shaka's hurt, that's like a huge blow. But um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm staying traditional, I guess. I'm being conservative. It's not, it's not, it's not fun, but that's, that's what I do, I guess. And I have to agree with Ross. I have Brazil, Switzerland, Serbia, Cameroon. But I mean, Serbia could make something happen. But I feel like they've kind of used up all of their magic in qualifying, rising some people with how well they did. But hey. I feel like it kind of ends at World Cup. Yeah, it's not a bad take. Like, all right, you got here. That's fun. Like now, it's like, it's like you know, you know those teams that are always like awful, and they're like seventh. They finish like seventh in their conference, and then they win their conference tournament. They go to March Madness and get wiped in the first round. Like that's. That's Serbia. All right. Group H. This is, I think, by far the toughest group. 
Yeah, group of death for sure. Um, any uh, either of you can start if you would like. Abby started us off. He's gonna he's started with started by starting us off. We're gonna end by him starting us off for the group stage. That is. I've got Portugal going top. I have Uruguay second. I have Korea third, and then I have Ghana fourth. And I mean, it's a close group. I feel like Ghana is actually not that close to the rest of them. Yeah, I just feel like they'll get dusted in this group. Here's the th- the thing about your Uruguay looks great, and I have the same exact list as Albi. It's just like kind of like how Modric had their run in 2018. I feel like Son might do the same thing. Um, I think the problem is the team around Son isn't as good as like the t- the talent on that Croatia side in 2018. Yeah, no, 100%. Croatia was an all-around solid team, and then Modric was the pure star. Son is the pure star, and that team is, let's be real, not great. Um I think Portugal and Uruguay is is it, honestly it could be a battle for first. It's tough. Uruguay is good. Uh, we all know Portugal's good, but Uruguay maybe just might be every ounce as good. I I I I agree. I actually wanted to put Uruguay one here, but I I played it safe. I wanted Portugal just because I think I like Portugal. All around, I think they have a really, really solid. Um, they're really solid at the back, and I think that's going to make a difference in this group because there's a lot of like you know offensive firepower here. Um, and I do have Korea three, three, and um, Ghana four. I think like Sun should be good to go. I think he's going to be like healthy and be able to play, um, which is going to make a difference. But I'm with Abi that like I think Portugal, Uruguay, Korea are leagues better than than Ghana is right now. Um, it's hard to put any faith in them to win any of the games here because Korea is better than people think, and like having Son obviously just puts them a notch higher. So um, I'm with both of you 100. percent Right, the round of 16. Ours are gonna be a bit different, so I, I can start us off, and we can go through all of them individually. Uh, so we start off match 49. <laughs> Netherlands USA. I'm gonna let you decide who I who you think I have in that one. Um, it's not the U.S. Oh, I thought you had us it all. <laughs> for the for the third time in four World Cups. We go out in the round of sixteen to a better side. In the other World Cup, we didn't even make it. So, hey, we Pain. were better than Belgium. We on that particular day, baby. Not really. Tim Howard was better than Belgium. No, just, yeah, no, it's just Tim Howard. <laughs> Tim Howard was better than Belgium. The team wasn't. Yeah, if we were like 1% better, we would have won, but we weren't. So, uh, Match 50, I got Argentina-Denmark. Argentina winning that. Probably going to be a tough game, but Argentina is, should definitely uh, handle that. Match 51, we got England-Senegal. And here's the thing, right? It really depends on Mane, because I think without Mane, it's going to be really tough for Senegal to beat England. However, with Mane, I think they do. I I, I don't think that England... I just don't think that England defense can handle Senegal if Mane is on the field. He's just going to cause way too many problems. Yeah, I will say England's defensive injuries are definitely a cause for concern in this tournament. So I think with like, uh, with Mane, healthy Mane, Senegal beats England. Yeah, that's not a, that's not a bad take. I mean, Bryce, we were talking about this last week. They're gonna have like like Trippier, like Maguire, Stones, it's, and it's like Kyle Walker back there. I'm like, pretty okay. sure they're probably gonna do on the wings. It's probably gonna be Luke Shaw and Ben White. Do you think that's gonna stop Mane? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so, man. Brexit ball is not stopping Monday. Let's be real. All right, match 52, we got France-Mexico. Not a lot of explanation needed here. I got France. Match 53, Germany-Croatia. Going to be a tough game, but I got Germany edging it out. Uh, 
match 54, Brazil, Uruguay. My, I mean, this is game of the tournament potential if it happens. Uh, but I have Brazil winning. Match 55, Belgium, Spain. Belgium takes down the old men. And match 56, Portugal, Serbia. I really pulled for Serbia, but if, if their match is going to be Portugal, then, I mean, it's it's Jofer. <laughs> yeah, I we have the exact same matchups, matchups, except I have Switzerland instead of Serbia, and I agree with you on all eight, honestly. Yeah, except you... for, I think it's Senegal regardless, honestly. Um, but I have Netherlands, Argentina, England, France, Germany, Brazil, Belgium, Portugal. Keeping it Mickey Mouse, you know. Yeah, I've got uh, Iran instead of the U.S. facing off against the Netherlands, but I still think the Netherlands comes away with it. Argentina and Denmark will be a tough game, but of course Argentina probably one of the few teams that has a pretty good shot of winning it all. I think they'll take care of it there. And then, yeah, I just, I just don't see Senegal beating England. It could happen. England's defense is not great, but I think they'll get through that one. And then France beating Poland, pretty straightforward. Uh, Germany beating Croatia, I think they'll take care of that. Brazil beating Uruguay. I mean, you have a point that it could be a good match, but I just think this Brazil side is too good. That they'll get through that one. And then Belgium beating Japan. And Portugal will get past Switzerland. Although, you'd have to think about that last one. But I think Portugal still falls Do you think Switzerland's going to give Portugal a challenge? I mean, they were. They did have a home-and-home home game. I forget if it was in Nations League or something. And Switzerland actually won at home. But this is neutral ground. So I think Portugal wins it. But maybe not by as much as they should. All right, all right. So we all have the exact same quarterfinals. No, because you you guys picked England, I picked Senegal, but everyone else is okay. the same. Yeah, yeah, everything else. So Argentina over Netherlands for me. I think we all agree. I agree with that. Do you have Argentina? Germany, Brazil. <laughs> Um, this is a hey, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. This has to, this has to happen. Regar- regardless, like they, it just has to happen. I don't make the rules. I'm sorry, but we have to WWE our way here. It, we need this. We need this match. Like we need oxygen. It's not even. <laughs> I got Brasilia getting their revenge, getting by Germany. Yeah, I agree. It's not going to be at, as violent as 2014, but um. I got Brazil getting their their sweet revenge. I think it's going to be awesome. Awesome sight to see. I have France over Senegal. I'm assuming you guys have France over England. I have France over England. I do have France over England. Just like the Nomadic Wars. And Belgium. Belgium? Belgium? Belgium, Portugal, match 60. This one's going. This is actually going to be tough. This is a tough game. But I think Portugal wins. Strictly, honestly, fifty percent of why I think Portugal is going to win is because this is going to be a now done forever tournament. <laughs> you're um, I mean, you're not. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's going to be a tough game. Belgium is certainly one of the better sides in the world, but I think this Portugal team can make it happen. I mean, Portugal just has so many good players. You look at the, like they have to pick from just hard to pick against them so like unless they're going up against someone that has equally good player depth like belgium has some really good players but i don't think they have quite the depth that portugal has i don't know i think it's a close one but all right this one yeah it's 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 gonna be a banger that's gonna gonna be a banger that's gonna be i think i think you're definitely splitting hairs I took Portugal partially because I agree with Bri- I, I agree with Bryce. I think if I was thinking with my head, I definitely would take Belgium. But like this, this is FIFA. This is FIFA World Cup. 
in my heart is is with Cristiano for sure. So I took Portugal. Now it is time for very emotional semifinals. We have South America and Europe. We're gonna I mean, in the in this reality that we created, it's gonna be South America versus Europe in the final. Um because we have Brazil, Argentina, and France, Portugal. Brazil, Argentina, I think if it does happen, I think will be the definitive game of the tournament. Yeah. I think the winner of that game wins the tournament. Um, I know I said now and then forever for Portugal, but I'm going to take Brazil over Argentina here. I think Brazil is the premier side here. I I think it's I just think they're them. I think they're them. I think this team is going to be borderline unstoppable in this tournament. And they should be. Look at their fucking roster. Look how deep they are. Look how good their starting eleven's gonna be every day. I mean, they're incredible. I it's I just think it's gonna be a really tough battle and I just don't see Argentina having the stamina and strength to be Brazil there. It's it's going to be one of those games that you see just on repeat for the rest of your life. Like it's gonna be a classic, no matter which way you draw it up. Yeah, our, our kids will be asking about this one. Yeah, I I'm with you, Bryce. I think this Brazil team is too. It's too good. I think they're the class of this tournament. Um, they're just a, a little bit better all around. Um, I actually think the key in this, like this game might come down to just like which keeper has a better performance. And not a lot of keepers in, on the, in, even in this tournament in the world are going to have a better game than Allison right here. Yeah, like, you're just going to have to trust Allison in a spot like this. Um, I think Brazil's best team all around they're they don't have any holds they're great their depth is really good so like even if something happens you know these these guys are just gonna these guys are just gonna be in the front and center they're gonna get it done i think as much as people want to see you know argentina win as much as people want to see messi do his thing like and I, well, I do think this is the best Argentina side Messi's had in a World Cup in a like maybe ever. Um, it just it's not going to be enough to overcome Brazil in this spot. They feel like the team of destiny here. I'm not like that. It's not like they're an underdog. I just feel like they they feel like the team most primed to make a run. And I don't think anyone's going to stop them. I think Argentina probably has the best shot, um, but they're going to get past them. So Brazil on the final. For me, yeah, I'm gonna go with Brazil as well. I mean, they're really talented, but on paper, it's really hard to pick against them. Of course, when it comes to World Cup, Brazil has had talented squads in the past, and they've underperformed. You know, looking at our quarterfinal matchup where they played Germany, you know, back in 2014, that didn't end too well. Yeah. So I'm just so hesitant having this much confidence in Brazil. But their squad's just so good that I have to pick them. So it's 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 going to be heartbreaking. But Brazil is just it's they're inevitable, I think. And now we have the other side, France, Portugal. And I think we're going to have some dissent. Here's here's my thing about France. You look at France and obviously you have all this talent. They're they're one of the premier talents in all of the world. They've so much in every position. But I think at the end of the day, the way they've selected their team, looking at their roster and looking out, you know, all those players I'm missing in Golo Conte. I think that's the difference, and I think Portugal gets by. I think Portugal's just built better. I think Portugal, just all around, they're not going into this with many injuries. They're going to have all their premier stars, everyone they need. 
I think they can do it. I think they can beat France and make a final here. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think France they're dealing with a, just a little one too many injuries for my taste. Not having Conte is huge. Like you you could That's a difference. It's 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 like I don't know if a single player has more. I mean, and this is content in 2022. I understand, but it's, I don't know if a single player has more of an impact on a team than N'Golo Conte. Like, because France with Conte can just control the game in the midfield. They will be outclassed in the midfield against Portugal without Conte. But I just. It's hard to overlook France's offensive talent. They got firepower and, all around, hundred percent. Like they're just—they're so fast. They're so talented. They're so technical. Um, I—they are dealing with a plethora of problems right now. But based on what you see from these two sides in the past, like I don't know, I just—I think France. You know, they have a—they have—they have a bad taste in their mouth after last year at the Euros. You know, they are the defending champions. I don't see them going out in a spot like this, despite the problems they're faced with. Because, like, okay, you could talk about their problems with, like, you know, injuries and stuff like that. But if that's the case, they could lose to England, you know, or anybody else before getting to the semifinals. I think they're just going to get here. They're going to get past this. I think they're going to get to the final to face Brazil. All right. I will say the injuries are a concern for France because, I mean, you said Conte is out. You also have Pogba out, which really hurts their midfield. And then they're probably going to be counting on Maurice for goalkeeping, which would have been Mignon, who I believe is at Milan at the moment, if I kind of forget. But he's a really good keeper. And so not having him there, and now you have Maurice who... He's a decent keeper, but he's definitely had his moments where he bottles things. So France is just this squad that has really, really talented depth in the attack and in defense, but some gaps in midfield and keeping that I think makes this match really close. And you look at Portugal, and they have a really solid squad all around. But even during their games up to this point, they haven't looked quite as convincing as they should have. And so I think this is probably one of the closest games in the entire tournament to decide between. And I think in the end, France will just get away with it. I think France does make the final. Yeah, this is definitely I like mean, a 1-1 go to penalties type yeah. of game. I mean, y'all are forgetting the now then forever clause. That, yeah, I, mean, I would say yes, if that was the, if that I, was the case, it would be Argentina Portugal. I, yeah, I picked Brazil France, but then I look at Argentina and Portugal right next to each other, and I'm like, oh, now, now then for WWE headlines. <laughs> if FIFA was smart, man, like to make us to make us forget about the uh, atrocities and just downright evil things that have happened to make this World Cup even come to be. They kind of owe us an Argentina-Portugal final. <laughs> um, That's kind of true. So I have the unique also, I, I do, I do think it would be kind of funny, though, if you had Portugal and Argentina playing for a third-place game and everyone's so focused on the third-place game. To true. The third-place third game. don't care about the final. The third-place game is going to decide fucking Messi-Ronaldo. Um, but I have the unique final, so I'll, I'll wrap up first. Um, so Brazil, Portugal, battle of the Portuguese language here. Who's the bigger country? Um, and I think you could probably guess I got Brazil. Um, Portugal maybe can get by France and its problems, but Brazil has no problems for Portugal to get past. I think they're going to be overmatched pretty much at every turn here by this Brazil side and uh I think Brazil takes home what number six for them. That would be number six. Yeah. 
I just I think football works in that kind of way. Yeah, the best the best team wins the tournament. The best team in this tournament is Brazil. I think a Brazil France final would be, you know, make all the headlines, you know, super flashy, yada yada yada. But for all the reasons we like France, it took us, you know, like minutes of defending France to, to you know even have them make the final. You know, they're gonna. I think just gonna be overmatched here. Um, this is you know this is Brazil's year. This is their moment. Um, they're they'd win this game. I think they'd win it. Honestly, kind of easily looking at like a a two nil or three one maybe, um, so I like Brazil a lot. I think if France they, ends, they my pick to win this tournament for like ever. Yeah, so I, I I think this is a pretty easy pick. If, I got if, Brazil over France in the I final. F- I feel like if France gets into the final, they're gonna what ha- what they did to Croatia is probably what's gonna happen to them. It's a pretty good comparison, honestly. Yeah, and you know, I have Brazil, France in the final as well. And I'm gonna take Brazil just because I think they're the ones that can expose the weaknesses in France. Like I just have a really hard time seeing this France side that's gonna have Adrian Rabio running their midfield. And they're yeah, gonna it's... Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard it's really hard for to see France like I mean, even with that fact, like them beating either England or Senegal is probably not going to be very easy for them. Yeah, they're going to be tested quite a lot. France is going to be like... They're going to bend a lot, and they're finally going to break in the final, if not sooner, honestly. France is going to have to do a lot of scrapping to get even to the semifinal in this. And I think they do. It's just, they just, man, without Conte, it's just going to be really hard. Yeah, no no Conte, no Pogba. Abi nailed it perfectly. Like, their midfield is just going to be in disarray against a team like Brazil, which is just so solid all around. Like, you can only get away with that for so long. They're just going to be outmatched, outclassed. Um, if, if not sooner, it's going to be here. So this is yeah. a good run. You know, there's a good title defense for you, but it's gonna be a sad trip back to uh to the land of baguettes. <laughs> Man, I mean, I know we, I know Pogba and Conte in in the year of our Lord 2022 are probably seen more as like the butt of jokes, but like at the end of the day, especially Pogba, I don't think anyone's taken Pogba serious in like five years. But at the end of the day. They're, I mean, it's better, certainly better than having fucking Raboy and fucking whoever else they think is going to run that midfield out there. Let's be real. Right. I mean, they're gonna have they're gonna have Griezmann starting at striker. Like, I highly that's... doubt that. I mean, Benzema no. was on this team. Like, <laughs> no way. They and start. Mbappe. I mean, they'll probably have Mbappe out wide, but yeah. But like, if they have Griezmann starting, period. That's just an indictment. It's, it's Jover. Yeah. Griezmann's running good form, though. I mean, let's let's maybe log it back a little, you know. He's been I mean, in form. Against Brazil, though? No. No, it's not going to work against Brazil, but it probably work against most other teams here. I mean... I mean, would you rather have... Would you rather have Griezmann starting, or would you rather have, like, you know, Nkunku starting? I'm just saying. <laughs> would you would you rather cry in the Phantom or, or the Camry? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and Cuckoo definitely I, should I mean, be starting. I will say, I will say one thing think about this is that if you do end up putting Mbappe on the wing, he's going to be running against some Brazil outside backs that don't really hold up to the rest of the squad. I mean, they're probably going to be starting like. Danilo and Alexandro. So maybe they would have some hope there, but I feel like that's a stretch. I mean, (laughs) to be fair, like France doesn't really, I mean, they're going to have probably Mbappe and Coleman on the wings if they do wings. Um, So, I mean, I guess that's really the only, I guess you're right. That's really going to be their only way they get chances against Brazil, 
is if they just keep hammering the left and right wings. But even then, I mean, I feel like when you have Fabinho slash Casemiro in the middle, they're not. They're just not going to let that slide. Yeah, remember, like, God, Brazil probably, like, if you look at most positions in the world and in this World Cup, the best player there at most of these positions is probably Brazilian. That's probably yeah, true, honestly. That's pretty fair. I think. Like, their center back core is probably the best. Outside backs and striker. Yeah, I mean, their keeper keeper's probably going to win a golden glove. Their center back core is nuts. I mean, yeah, their, their left and right back isn't really... They're not strong, but, like, they're going to probably work. They definitely have the best overall midfield. They, I mean, they're nuts. There's there's probably a team worth of Brazilians that were left out that would probably do better than most teams in this World Cup. And I think, and I think that is really what's going to speak volumes here about Brazil. You said it perfectly. I think they're just too good at everything. They're, I mean, they're nasty. They just got that dog. You can't teach. You can't. You cannot teach the dog. And that is for sure. But that is our World Cup. We all we all have Brazil winning. Um, maybe because we just all know ball. Uh, I'm sure a Something lot of like you. That. I'm sure a lot of you guys have the United States winning. Um, I hope not. I hope that's a joke. Because um, you don't know ball. Abby didn't even have him making the round of 16. Which <laughs> um, is hilarious because Abby is like one of the, you know, symbols of the USMNT that we have. Abby <laughs> is, is one of the six people that watch soccer in the United States. Um, so, do you, yeah, do pe- you... Pe- pe- people, people follow daily USMNT nonsense. I follow Abby. I follow Abby. <laughs> Aubrey, do you have an MLS team? No, not really. Not really. I don't watch MLS that much. I mean, there's some teams that I'm closer connected to than others. LA Galaxy? No, no, not at all. My roommate, who I actually also run my podcast with, is an LAFC fan. So, of course, you know. It's just LAFC... I guess we can get into that. This is about the World Cup, saying about the MLS politics, but yeah. we, 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 Avi, thank you for joining us on this special edition World Cup episode. We'll probably never have a World Cup episode, and uh, it's definitely not in the winter ever again. But um, yeah, hopefully. Then thank you for joining us. You can, do you want to do you want to tell the people where to find you? Um, yeah, I guess mostly on Twitter. Uh, Twitter blue subscriber. Actually, Twitter blue subscriber. Twitter whoa, blue subscriber. <laughs> that is that is not at all what we're doing here. I'm not paying eight dollars for that. Although I'm seeing a lot of check marks. Yeah, but they're not passing the diamond tester. You're no, fine. yeah, they yeah. As soon as they hit the the fucking. The button on that shit, I go beep. Yeah, uh, my my Twitter is just at Aubie Anderson, which Aubie is spelled A U B I E. And then I also run the Upper Ninety podcast with my roommate from last year, Justin. So if you guys want to look that up, feel free to. It's in my bio. And yeah, but be, be, be warned with his Twitter because he's going to spread some nonsense about UCLA basketball in like a few months. <laughs> We're winning it it's all. Okay. Right? Hey, listen, I like UCLA this year. Let me just say that. All right. This, what do you mean this year? Is Lonzo Ball walking through that door is really the, the big question well, on everyone's mind. No, but Tiger, but Tiger Campbell's walking through that door. <laughs> Tiger Campbell is just. So we're chilling. Lonzo Ball. So. I agree. 
I'm gonna just leave it at this. I'm probably I'm gonna hit the stop recording button so no one can get a response in after I say this. <laughs> hey, first stop NIT, next up, y'all know. That's all I'm saying. Goodbye. Okay.